Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 9, Mad City Time Bomb. I, I don't... So is the city a time bomb? And Mario? Is... Mar- okay, Mario could be a time bomb, the, But yeah. the city, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because Catherine made a point of saying, like, the city's on the brink of chaos. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, of course, okay. there's the ticking clock with Tabitha and Butch... Not a bomb, per se, but... Okay. Because, like, I was like, but I guess I'm just too literal. (laughs) There wasn't a time bomb. Because, like, the bomb happened really early in the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that one. The literal bomb. It was was not like the the setup that we see the bomb as the audience, but they don't see that. Or one of those countdown. Yeah, but no. I'm too literal. So, yeah. Uh, there a lot happened in this okay, episode. Okay, yeah. Sorry, um, we we have eaten our Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm lunch, sorry. It's Thanksgiving, so and, and we're we're fighting it. Yeah. <laughs> so please forgive Woo! us. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving! Yeah, all you American folks, and if you're not happy Thanksgiving anyway, we love you. Drink more wine; it'll be fine. Yeah, it, it's fine. Um. So I yeah, a lot happened, but unusually for an episode of Gotham, it felt a little more seamless. Yeah. The storylines were a little more paralleled, yeah, in a sense than before. Well, and for once, like I was completely on Jim Gordon's side. I know, right? The whole Poor time, Jim. I'm, like, I'm like, Jim's doing the I, best for what the situation is. I felt so sorry for him. I actually, felt sorry. I know, I did too. For Jim Gordon, for Jim Gordon. When Jim's doing the right thing, like you really need to rethink your choices. I know, I know, and. He actually had a couple of facial expressions. <laughs> just a couple. Just a two. He looked done. He looked like... Are there you, was, yes. Like, are you seriously fighting me on this? Seriously? He does done really well. He does. He's really good at that. Of, of the handful of emotions <laughs> that Ben McKenzie can portray. Um, <laughs> none. None or done. None is a good one. None and done. That's that's his range. <laughs> it's kind of extreme. Oh, Yeah. It's the nun and done school of acting. <laughs> they only teach the two emotions. Um, yeah. So I, I, I kind of had fun with the Bruce Wayne story. Yeah. That was interesting. We finally got the reveal to him that this is the organization's They actually name. said. Court of Owls. Court of Owls. For the first time in, in the series. Hoot, hoot, monkey flyers. <laughs> so. Because we knew. <laughs> Yeah, we knew all along. I mean, when you're um, wearing an owl mask, like, we know who we are. <laughs> uh, we've got a new faction introduced. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was fun. <clears throat> and there's got to be a third party, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we do have uh, a feedback. A feedback. Yeah. Um, for after the podcast. Okay. Or the recap. Right. So... So, are you ready for writer and director? Let's do it. All right. Uh, this was directed by Hanel M. Culpepper. Um, who directed uh, the Art of War episode of Sleepy Hollow? Okay, um, in season three, uh, three episodes of Castle, which I thought were relevant to your interests. Yes. Uh, the Flash and just some other TV stuff. Okay, but new to Gotham. Okay, so welcome, Hanel. Uh, Castle is so you said this is the right director. Director. Okay, I was like <laughs> <laughs> the director. Um. I've always felt like Castle was well-directed. Yeah. Um, the way they frame shots and the way they, uh, because you're stuck in like the precinct yeah. a lot of the time. 
So um, they kind of have to find cool. So you have to work around to do that. With it. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, okay, good. That makes sense. There you I, go. Think, I feel like this is a well directed episode. Yeah. Oh, I thought so too. The flow of it was really yeah. Um, and then it was written by Robert Hull, who is a co-exec for Gotham. Okay. Um, he also wrote Mommy's Little Monster, Mad Grey Dawn, Pinewood, New Day Rising. Um, and then also he comes from Once Upon a Time. Uh, uh, he also worked on Alcatraz, which I know you didn't watch, but I did. And then for Franzi, I put in here, uh, Veronica Mars. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it, there were, I, I can see him somewhat of, of his standing Mm-hmm. Um, being uh, an uh, uh, exec, uh, executive producer, co-exec, co-exec. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, because there was some. I mean, the Court of Owls was a drum, drum bopped. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Uh, I've on. given you wine, so I mean, like, <laughs> no, I'm like this without wine. You That's, know that. Well, I know that. <laughs> I've given you wine and rich food. You were trying to cover for me. I understand. Um, so there's there was some big story plot lines mm-hmm. tied in here together. Yeah. So. That was, yeah. Okay. Um, so we start out, and um, Lee and Mario are uh, having dinner at the restaurant where they're going to have their rehearsal dinner the night after. So this is the rehearsal rehearsal. Well, they're tying out the food, looking at the venue. Why, you do not decide I know, where I you're know. going to have your rehearsal dinner the night before your rehearsal dinner. I mean, yeah. Don Falcone got some pull. And he's like, I hope the food was okay. And I'm like, Did what you if not... It- did, did you check ahead of time? Well, you this know. This feels like Falcone is planning a wedding. And not the baby is, Falcone. It feels like Daddy Falcone is just planning this and they're just showing up. I, I kind of get the feeling that he is. I he's, mean, and that's fine. I think he's paying for it. Oh, I think he is too. So he's making all the decisions and the whole, I hope you enjoyed it is a formality. Yeah. Because whether or not. Because you're getting this. This is what you're having. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of got that feeling. Yeah. So, of course, Daddy Falcone is there, and um, he, uh, they talk about Barnes, and um, he, uh, Lee's like, yeah, um, and they start talking about, like, symptoms and stuff, and Lee's like, well, there were signs now that I look back, uh-huh. but Mario is like, oh, but nothing he couldn't hide, and so we find out that um, they've actually developed a test for somebody that has been infected. And Mario is um, very interested. Very interested in that. Now, at first glance, you would think doctor, uh, doctor, and and just being interested in what she does. Yeah, and genuinely interested. And he was involved in the whole thing. I mean, like he was adjacent to it. But she works with Barnes. I mean, like mm-hmm. you know. But he pounced on that one detail mm-hmm. very quickly. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, the the owner roberto comes in and he's like oh it's a privileged don falcone and he still calls him don falcone which i thought was interesting once a don always a don though. i guess so you, even in retirement he's still a, a don, don is a don there you go you don't i don't think you lose that title yeah and so um i speak from experience <laughs> oh one thing i one other thing i thought was weird um was that this is when falcone's like oh have you settled on a honeymoon destination and they're like yeah no and you were like wait a minute they're getting married in two days. It's two days before the wedding, and y'all don't know what you're doing for your honeymoon? What the fuck? Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who? nobody sets vacation plans. Now, there are some people who, now that I've thought about it, who will get married, but they take their honeymoon... Later. Later, because it's more convenient to take the time off. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not what it sounded like. 
but whatever. It was concerning. Um, so they're going to, uh, they're going, the three of them are leaving and, um, Roberto sends a valet to get Carmine's car and I don't, I mean, like, it's a place with valet. Did they think Don Falcone was not going to use valet? Okay, but the car was right there. Yeah, and it go boom. But the car was right there. Yeah. It was like maybe 20 feet away. If that, yeah. I'm like, that valet parking sucks. Um, Unless but, they're like, that's Don Falcone's car and you lay eyes on it all fucking night. Yeah, somebody was standing next to it the whole yeah. time. Um, I also, on, on rewatch and knowing what I knew after, mm-hmm. Roberto offering so eagerly to get someone to get his car seems a little fishy. Huh. Did hmm. he know? Because that's the thing. Like... Was it just a warning? And exactly, because that was what I was just about to bring up. Because they knew he was somewhere with valet. The car's twenty feet away. They somebody planted that bomb. Twenty feet away. Twenty feet away from the from the restaurant. Yeah, it was Roberto? It could in very on it. well have been. We are sending you a message. We know full well you are not going to get in this car before this thing goes boom. But since, and I know I'm jumping, he wasn't here. the target. No, but I'm kind of jumping ahead here, though, a little, and I apologize. But, you know, later when they go to find the bomber, mm-hmm. he's dead because he screwed up. That's true. So, yeah, it's maybe we're reading into it a little too Could much. Could be. This is Gotham, after all. We've been watching too much Westworld. Oh, that's true. Where there's layers upon layers upon layers. And you have to dissect everything. No, and it's just Gotham. Host. Yeah. They're all hosts. Um, <laughs> I'm a host. I think Jim is. And he's an early model because he's not. Good oh, with the you emotions. mean Jim Gordon? That's yeah. not the Jim I was thinking. No, not that Jim. He's a host too, though. He is. He sorry, is. Not sorry. That kind. We went left. Um. So this is when Jim Gordon. Oh yes, yes, arrives yes. With um arrives at the crime scene and he he talks to Falcone and he pulls him aside because you know when shit happens you're gonna assume it's because there's a fucking mob boss involved. Well, okay. Or so former. So there was a lot. There was some layers in this scene. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he talks, uh, yeah, Jim talks about you coming out of retirement. Mm-hmm. He says, no, but I'm not gonna, just going to sit by. And he ultimately, Carmine gives Jim a day. Yeah. So there's the brief description of what happened. Right. But uh, Jim pulls up, and when he gets out of the car, he sees uh, Mario and Lee, Lee but he kind of holds off. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going there. So he, he, he talks to Carmine. As he, he knows who's in charge. He knows who's in charge. And I thought it was a really great scene between Carmine and Jim. Because I thought it was too. They talk to each other on such an equal footing. Jim has come really far. Yes, he has. He would not have had this conversation with Fal- Falcone in season one. He would have been much more suspicious, yep. much and more it accusing. Like, and it would have been like, I'm going to take you down because yeah. you're... Like, he's now just gotten to the point where this is like, okay, I have to work with these people. You're going to come up. I know you have a lot of pull and you're not exactly legal, but what's going on? But he, and he's also learned, uh, shades of gray. Yeah, he has. So, yeah, but the so hard that, way. So yeah, there was this, there was a big. Yeah. And, and it, you know, for his lot. part, Falcone does give him a day. He does. I mean, There's that's some level of mutual respect here. Exactly. And so, um, so Jim says he's gonna, he's gonna find the people responsible and, um, you know, like you said, that that's a basic summation of the scene. But yeah, I, uh-huh. I, I thought that too. Um, 
this would not have ha- this this exact talk would not have happened two seasons ago. Oh no, not even a season ago. And this is when I got the distinct sense that Jim's like whatever bullshit's going on. Like, yes, I know that your son is marrying my ex that I still clearly hold a f- torch for, but like I just want to get this done. This is my job. I have been assigned to this. I really Let's feel like... Let's go. Yeah, I really feel like Jim has accepted that they're getting married. Yeah, he's not trying to break them no. up. Everybody keeps talking to him like he is, but I he's guess, not. I guess because, well, if you think about it, you would expect him to be. Yeah. But he's... I mean, like... I know. Again, I'm, I'm like, on Jim's side, kind poor, of. Poor Jim. Which is scary. Yeah. And I do question my choices. Um, so, <laughs> so this is when we go to the, uh, the mayor's mansion and Oswald is meeting with the heads of the five families. Yeah. So you were thinking fi- the five mob crime families, right? And my first thought was the five, the five families of Gotham that we recently had re-explained to us uh-huh. at the founder's dinner. Yes. And even again, if we had five, which one's Wayne is, well, is somebody representing Falcone? Or is that just, was it six? And what about Maroney? Who are these guys? Or who's running the Maroney gang now? Yeah, like, who, and, who are these Who are these mob guys yeah. that Oswald is effortlessly in control of? Yeah. Because we never saw him, like, we kind of saw him take charge of the underworld, but it wasn't. Yeah, how did that exactly even happen? Yeah, yeah, because it was Butch in charge for a while, and then mm-hmm. Butch and Tabby, and then Penguin came back. So, like, I don't know. So is he like the head head? I guess. I mean, I can imagine that once Falcone and Maroney. Uh, Maroney died and Falcone yeah, bowed out. Yeah, I was trying to break, broke up, broke down. Yeah. I couldn't think of a way to, to articulate that. But then they were taken out of the picture. Yeah. The two big families that was yeah. taken out of the picture. I could see splinter cells yeah. happening, which we kind of saw bits and pieces of that we did, last like, like, season. And even this season, the gang that tried to get Barb to pay protection... Was not Penguin. It, yeah, because it was in their territory, not right. Penguin's territory. So I could, but yet Penguin seems to be, is it just because he's mayor now? That he's undisputedly in charge of the underworld too? I could see that. It's pretty not I mean, explained, but yeah. it is what it is. Because so. I find that stuff interesting. Yeah, and I wish it was more explained. Although they we may got be, a lot of that in season one. Yeah, they may be trying to introduce it now, just poorly. Um, yeah. But yeah, my first impression was the five families of Gotham. Yeah. Because he doesn't say crime families. He, no, doesn't he doesn't say. So my first thought was, okay, which one's representing the Wayne family? Yeah, and I thought these can't be the same. Which one's representing the Dumas? Yeah. You know, this is... Yeah. Either way, it's not right. And it was so specific that it was five. And it, yes. I'm like, was this lazy writing? Because, oh, five's a good number. Or was it on purpose? Five is a rather common number. So. Yeah. I kind of am going to err on the side of lazy writing because I don't know that Gotham's going to get that meta with yeah, it. That's true. That's right. It's just Gotham. Yeah. Sorry. So, um, so he's he's talking to them about um, people are, are wanting stability, which I think is interesting because that seems to kind of go into the Court of Owls agenda, which is true. I think that's all anybody wants for Gotham. Exactly, and 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 that's kind of what Falcone's point was to Jim back in season one was you need me to exist. I keep things moving. I keep the status quo and everybody, you know, it keeps a modicum of order in Mm -hmm. Gotham. Yes. And look what happened since he stepped down. Fucking maniacs and crazy people. It's like everybody in Gotham wants this 
stability. Yeah. But everybody has different ideas about how, how to, to make get it there. happen. Yeah. And who wants to be in charge of that. And so um, Penguin tells tells the families that he's like, I'm going to increase your protection fees by 50%. So he's clearly the boss. And this is when Barb busts up in his little party. And um, she pulls a gun on him. And everybody else Very pulls dramatically. a gun. And Barb don't give no fucks. None. Uh, she wants to know where where Tabby and Butch are. And Oswald's like, I don't know what's going on. And she's like, anyway. So she's like, listen. Yes, Tabitha helped Butch. They're an item. But she's not checking in with me no, like wait, she wait, should. Wait, wait, wait. They're an item. Barf. Yeah. You got to have the barf in there. But yet she still. Well, that, she still that, cares about Tabby. That's though. why I'm like, is, are they Polly? Like, I, is this my girlfriend and my girlfriend's boyfriend? Like, I think it's just her partner. Yeah. If, no, if nothing else, true, Tabitha is partner. her business partner. That's true. And some, you know, in a mob-esque world, business partner is like your cop partner. But it's kind of nice to not see her being petty. True. About the butch thing. Like, she did the barf, but, I mean, but like. But she still wants to know where her girl is. And she still wants to save her. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and basically she. And she doesn't get all emotional about it. No. I love that. No. Because that's the thing. Like, I've, I've said this several times. I don't necessarily think that. Barb and Tabby are like in love because I don't no. know that either one of them are no. capable of feeling love. Yeah, but we've talked about that, you mm-hmm. know. So I, I I I like that dynamic. I think it's cool. And so um, Oswald's like, uh, put your gun down, sweetie, and we can we might be able to talk about this. And um, this is when the maid comes in. Barb gets a glimpse of her very prominently, um, and she's like. Oh, sorry. I figured they ran off again. I'll just go. And Oswald's like, um, baby, don't do this in front of the grown-ups again or I'll kill you. And she leaves. Because he, he even says, he's like, I know we have a history together, but don't fucking do this again. <laughs> so He's got to exert his I like his their control. dynamic. Yeah. And so he... Then and he, she just doesn't care. Yeah. And then he orders everybody out. And again, the, the one takeaway in this is that Barb don't give no fucks. None. Like, she... Is completely past the point of self uh, security. Like she just walks in, There's like not even a sense of self preservation here. None, no, none. And that's uh, fun as an audience. No fear for her life. None, none. She's like, whatever. I got this gun, whatever, and I look fabulous. And she does. And she she does. She looks awesome. She does. Um, and we're gonna have another hair sidebar about Lee toward the end of the episode. Because I have problems. I stopped looking. But Barb looks Somebody needs to kill always. it. Somebody yeah. needs to kill Lisa. Somebody hair. needs to kill it. Um, so this is when Oswald uh, call, he calls Ed. And he's oh, like. this is so beautiful. He's like, um, Barbara Keen was just here. And she's looking for Butch and Tabitha. And Ed's like, and? Uh-huh. And he's like, are you done yet? And Ed's like, I'm working through my grief. And he's like, can you do it quicker? <laughs> and Ed hangs up on him. <laughs> because. Okay. Now, yeah. Oswald does say to him, I'm swamped. He needs Ed. He does. He, he does. needs his right-hand man. His, well, what is it? He's his... Chief of staff. Chief of staff, yes. Yeah. I mean, he's still trying to run an operation here. At Two operations. As mayor and yeah. Lord of the Underworld. Yeah. No, wait, that's... Lord of the Underworld. That's, <laughs> that's Hades. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean. Uh, yeah. Um, And so... uh. Like, he apparently is tied up with tying Tabitha and Butch up um, because he's he's got them tied up to chairs and gagged. 
And um, he ta- he tells Butch, because, you know, of course they're both gagged and he's talking to them like they're not. Um, he found Butch through his favorite restaurant delivery boy. Dumb. Dumb, Butch. Dumb. Dumb. Who apparently he's again, not tipping enough. But then again, Butch, not a mastermind. No. No. So I was totally okay no. with him being caught this easily. Oh, absolutely. Um, And so this is when Butch says... Um, he'll, uh, you know, Butch is like, oh, I'll kill you if you hurt Tabitha. His, his sole concern is Tabby. And Ed's like, oh, you're, you're going to pay for killing an innocent woman. And Butch is like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Ed's like, oh, I was hoping you wouldn't make it, oh, you wouldn't make it easy for me. And he starts electrocuting him. Okay. So, and we talked about this just a little while ago. The yeah, because ball- we just rewatched it. Yeah. The ball gags in their <laughs> mouths are, if 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 Eddie Edward, what is his name? Edward, Edward. can pull that ball ga- ball. I can't even talk. Ball gag out of so Butch's easily. mouth that easy. Butch could have just as easily tongued that thing out. Yeah, and Tabitha for that matter, because later in this in this Same scenario, thing. he pulls it out of Tabitha's mouth just as easy. And I'm like, yeah. why the f- just? Bleh. Well, clearly, Enigma doesn't roll that way in the bedroom because this is his first time with ball oh, gags. I see. Okay. So right. I, yeah. Well, experience is a good teacher. So, so that's that's interesting to note that um, kinky, you look like my dead girlfriend that I killed sex is totally cool, but maybe ball gags not ball so gags, much. Ball gags not so much, no. So we're learning more and more about Enigma's yeah. kinks, which Here is we great. Go. There we go. Um, so we go to the GCPD and poor, poor Harvey, he is, uh, he's drinking some Pepto. And yeah, I love the bottle though. Oh, the was bottle was great. Cool. And because he's he's having stomach problems because he's acting captain. Yay! And Jim's like, well, what about like, couldn't anybody else do it if you don't want? Because clearly you hate this. Mm-hmm. And Harvey's like, I'm the senior guy here. And to your point, everybody else is dead. Well, <laughs> yeah, everybody. The I GCPD mean, like everybody has died. Yeah, there's, there's there's no one left with an ex. Any Tyson? I don't know who he's, he says. Somebody shot a cat. Jim's like on purpose. And he's like, does it matter? Harvey. That's a good point. Harvey's the logical one here. Harvey is. Yeah. Bless him heart. Um, and so he's like, listen, I, I, Barnes was a good captain. Despite everything that happened, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep a seat warm until they can cure him. So I'm oh, like, honey. oh, honey. So hopefully we will see Harvey be the captain. Or another captain come in. I don't want a new captain to come in. I'm sick of the rotating Cause that's another, door. Because that's another person that takes focus. Yeah, I'm tired of the rotating door. Because we got a decent amount of Harvey in this episode. We because, did, because Barnes was gone. Yep, so I'm, I'm okay with acting cat Because he's so reluctant. He is. He's the anti-hero. Yeah, but it's fun. Yeah. So yeah. He likes yelling at Jim. Oh, he well, to your point, Jim calls all the shots still, though. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he does. Um, And so Lucius comes in and tells him about the car bomb. And it had a high-end switch and high-end plastique. And so Jim's like, oh, yeah. And um, Lucius is like, so it was laced with an accelerant, too. And Harvey's like, okay, I know a guy. Of course he does. Fuse. So This is, this is kind of his M.O., so they're going to go find this guy, Fuse. Because Harvey knows everybody. He does. He does. And why We have not seen him interviewing a hooker in I don't know how long. I'm very sad. Yeah. We haven't had a hooker interview montage in... And beating up pimps and stuff. Eons. I know. Of course, it's not about the hookers and pimps anymore, is it? I just want Those Har- days have gone by. I want a Harvey police work montage again. I know. I miss those. Maybe soon. Maybe. Maybe soon. Um, and can we talk about Lucius for a minute? This is sure. his, This is his one scene. Sure. In this entire episode. Um, 
and we were t- and we probably have talked about this on the podcast before. I think we have, but it just really feels like Lucius is being thrown in there just to keep him on our radar. Yeah, they needed a forensics person. Why not use somebody we already know and trust? Right, an actor that's already established in the in the, in the universe. In the universe. Um, instead of introducing a new character, it's like they're realizing their cast is full. Yeah, yeah. But it also gives me hope that they're going to do something cool with Lucius later. Yes, they're keeping him around for a reason. Because I really like Lucius, and yes. we're not getting a lot of him. The Lucius sass. Yes. Such sass. But I need him back with Alfred. I know. And every time I see him on screen, it's like, they let him out of the Batcave. Yeah, he lived in the Batcave for like half a season. Didn't he? Yeah. Nothing really came of that computer, did it? No, no. Except for that one appointment. That they found on his his dad's calendar that led him to Pinewood. But other than Maybe that, that's how they're going to segue him back into the main story. Maybe. Because he's really very peripheral right now. And let's face it, he knows Wayne Industries. Yes, he er, does. Enterprises. Er, <laughs> shit, I did it again. <laughs> God damn you, Stark. I know, right? Stark Industries, Wayne Enterprises. I really do know the difference. So, yeah. Wayne Enterprises on yeah. a five-year mission. Don't bring Star Trek into this. <laughs> Don't bring the work. Federation into this. You're going to confuse me even more. Let me just take another sip of wine. Hold on. Sorry, not sorry at all. Jesus. Um, so Mary Jim, and Joseph. Yeah, yeah, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Sorry if I You do it so anybody. much better than me. <laughs> so this is when um, Jarvie, um, they do some police work, which I love. They go see Fuse. Um, and we've seen this apartment before. We have. The set, at least. <laughs> This is their standard apartment set. Um, and so this is when uh, Harvey is like, you need to tell Lee how you feel because she's marrying this son of a crime boss. And Jim doesn't want to talk about it. Again, everybody assumes that Jim wants wants to break them up. Jim is probably the most emotionally healthy person. Him and Barb. Ooh, did I just say that? Yeah, isn't that scary? Ugh. She's real upfront about what she wants. It's true. Finally. Yeah. But, like... They can't get back together. Okay, they can't. They're going to. They can't. You know they're going to. That's the, that should does be the it, next bet at one point does, they get together. <laughs> Not this season. I think by the end of the season. You think so? No. Uh-oh. We just made a bet. I think we did. Write it down. Um, what are we going to bet, though? Oh, Jesus, I don't know. How much do you believe... Like, I'm pretty fucking sure. Sh- like, like they're they're telegraphing it. Especially with this Mario business. Mario's going to get swept under the rug. And it's going to be, oh, I'm so sad for Mario. Oh, but I really love you. Yeah. Especially with all the shit at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. So I think by the end of the season, they'll be back together. Okay. And you're saying not by the end of the season. Not, not this season. Okay. Okay. What are we betting? You came up with it. Oh, boy. What are you willing to bet? Hmm... Do you need to think about it? What what meal can I make you that would be elaborate? Jim, it's Jim and Barb, right? No, Jim and oh Lee, Lee. Oh no, that's totally different. Oh, I was thinking Jim and Barb. No, I was thinking Jim and Lee. Okay, never mind. Shit, that okay. Did we? I can agree. Okay, yeah, I can agree with Jim and Lee. I was like, wow, she's really adamant about that. I can believe with Jim and Lee. Jim and Barb. I think it would take a lot for Jim and Barb to get back together. Yeah. All right. Okay. I can get on board with Jim and okay. Lee. Okay. So we don't have to Although, uh, you know, Morena's got a new series. Yes. We Let's talk about that at the end. I know nothing about it. I, I read a little bit about okay, it. Okay, good. As long as one of us did. Um, But I, I just think it's interesting that clearly Jim still does love Lee. 
and I think he's admitted as as such. But yeah, he's but not, he's like he's he's okay with them to not okay, but mm-hmm. he's accepted it and he's not being a douche about it. No, he's he's loving her enough to let her go. And everybody's assuming that oh, like you'd like to break him up, and he's like no. no. So Jim actually has grown emotionally to the point where he is because I know a lot of douchey guys that wouldn't be cool with this. No. So, Especially, you know, know, that they since they work together and all oh that. God. And he constantly has to see this. Yeah. Because, you know, they only have two doctors, so he's going to talk to Mario And the lot. entire city of Gotham. Hey, you know what, though? The number of doctors has doubled. That is true. That is very no, true. No, because, um, well, Strange was, Hugo Strange was he, he a was doctor? He was a doctor, yeah. Oh, never Okay, mind. so they've just replaced It has re- remained the same then. <laughs> I can't, I can't call him Dr. Strange. At least he's at the doctor, though. No, you can't. I wanted to say Dr. Strange. And it's not Mr. Doctor either. Mr. Doctor. Because that was... See the, the Dr. Strange podcast. Yes, please. Um, so, yeah, I, this is where I'm just like... Even Harvey's like, so, yeah, you're going to bring him up, right? Again, it's because they seem to expect it of him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But after the the hallucination, it's it's like he's reboot. Yeah. He's been rebooted. Yeah. Again, well, like you said, he, he had his white knight flip, switch flipped. Yes. Flip switched. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah. Switch hitter. That's going to go with your... That's Barb. Your Bime Tom or whatever you said it was. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Woo! That's nice. So, they find Fuse dead, um, but he's still he's still um, warm. And so, they're like, oh, who who killed him? And like the, they were just here. So. Yeah. So like the bomber was getting ready to run away because he was packing. And so Jim and I like this. This actually made sense to me. Fuse was ex-military. And Jim said once once military, always military. Yeah. So he checked and he didn't have military corners on his bed. Mm-hmm. And so he checked under his bed and lo and behold, he finds something. So that and it was very quick. You didn't have to tell me a whole lot. But I was like, oh, yeah, that I completely, I buy completely that. bought it. So that was a nice detail. The writing in this episode is really the lack of loopholes. The and logic thought, leaps are actually logical. And I thought they hit Harvey really well. I thought I've they missed hit this Harvey. Jim. So like, because we were talking a couple episodes ago, or maybe the last one, that some people don't write certain characters great. Correct. And I think this really hit everybody really well. Yeah. So Even I was, like the kids. Yeah, I was I was pretty pleased with with the quality of the writing. Um, and so they find, uh, surveillance photos and they're like, oh my God, Carmine isn't the target. Dramatically. Exit stage left. And we go to Mario, who clearly is the target, um, because he's leaving the hospital and this, uh, motorcycle comes up and immediately it reminded me of the motorcycle that targeted Falcone on the docks in season one with Mm -hmm. the bazooka. Yep. Um, that put him in the hospital. And yes, so, it does. So it's they're pulling in some some previous. To yeah, the, the black, the wearing the all black with uh-huh. the whole the full and black. And one of them was a woman. There were two people on the bike. Yeah, the scenario is a complete parallel. Yeah, and so I was like, all right. Um, and so this is when, of course, uh, although they have a sword this time, which if you're really going to kill somebody in public don't do it with a sword like that sounds that seems like a shitty how are you gonna pick it okay you're on the back of a motorcycle how are you gonna pick it up if you drop it these are the people like are they kin to the people that brought a crossbow a couple episodes ago must be much drama they're very drama but they're not actually good at assassinating people um and so of course he uh jim 
Well, but the sword will not run out of bullets. That that is true. Okay. Um, but uh, just as Jim shows up, of course, he uh, he gets he gets Mario um, down. Um, they open fire and they take off. And um, Jim tells Mario that he's the target. And they they wound what? one of the guys. So yeah, I uh, just wonder if that wounding is going to come back later. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. It's Gotham yeah. again. You might be expecting too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> So we go to Wayne Manor, and um, God love Alfred. Because uh, nobody else does. I know. Nobody else appreciates him. I appreciate you, Alfred. I love you. Um, Bruce and Selena are having breakfast. A frittata, to be exact. And to your your point, you were like, just a frittata? That's There's it. No that sides? tiny little slice. No no hash browns. No breakfast no potatoes. No, no. no. Alfred, you got to work on your presentation, man. Just Yeah. Toast. Something. something a crumpet a scone scone yeah yeah of course he's kind of protesting Bacon. the fact he's kind of protesting the fact that they're there well he's got to, uh, yeah. how he's putting up with the i don't alfred know. for canonization for sainthood mm-hmm. um and so uh alfred's like where where where's your friend and ivy's like oh she's in the or selena's like oh she's in the conservatory and um selena's like well i got to go and alfred's like Okay, clearly you don't understand the fact that you're here for protection because people want to murder you. And, um, you know, until we find out who that is, again, you need to stay here. <laughs> and Bruce is like, yeah, Alfred's right. And I'm like, damn straight, Alfred's right. And Selena's like, oh, this is so stupid. And so Bruce is busy trying to figure out what the key is. Yeah. He's looking at the markings on the key and he wants to try to figure it out. And so, um, he apparently thinks that he has something on a nondescript key in those books. Which apparently he has books about keys. Well, Did you his, see that diagram? Like they were his dad's books. About keys. About keys. Oh my god. That library is not that big. Y'all are nerds, Waynes. Y'all are nerds. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, and of course, Bruce is brooding. Um, He's like... He's he like, is sulking so hard. He's like... Oh, nothing's changed. Yeah. And so um, he's going through the books, and um, and he's like, he's like, you've made it clear that nothing's changed. And I'm like, oh, what'd you just say what you want to say? And so um, Bruce is like, it's more than just an old key. Because Selena's like, are we really sure this is even a thing? And he's like, yes, it's important. And he goes and stops yeah. off. And so Selena's like, okay. And so she picks the key up. So this is when Alfred brings Ivy breakfast Aww. in the conservatory. And she's like, uh, I think Ivy's learning to be a little bit more subtle. Because to your point, when she's like, oh, this plant actually needs direct sunlight, it'd, it'd do well. Um, could you just turn off the alarm and let me put it outside? It was very natural. Yeah, it wasn't ham-fisted like a lot of her mm-hmm. other stuff has right. been. So maybe she's learning. She's learning. Um, well, we're seeing the transition from little girl Ivy Mm-hmm. to adult ivy and i'm glad that they're they're giving us the time to learn to accept her she didn't just walk out a complete completely different sex person vamp and i know i can manipulate anybody into doing anything no she started out because she was really awkward with it with the mm-hmm. uh with the guy in the previous episode with the vault yes so, so but seeing that evolution is helping us to accept her as the new character yeah it is for me anyway like yeah. i was real eh about the whole thing but they're actually Doing okay with it. And aside from, like, smell this, they're not making it sexual? 
Yeah, that's borderline sexual. But they're, but making, they're trying to. But Poison Ivy was always. But they're not like making that. like. I don't know. She's not like flashing her tits at him. No, or, like, he's, she's not getting him to smell her boobs. Yeah. So while it's kind of it's more sensual maybe than I sexual, think it's not as bad as it could be. Yeah, it could be a lot worse. So, um, but then again, why would any man just suddenly sniff her neck? I don't okay but what i would like to see yeah all that aside what yeah i would like to see you had a scene you wanted to see i would like to see her try this on a woman Ooh. poison Ooh. ivy could do it to man or woman okay that's a good question does it In have canon. to be somebody that is attracted to her sex i don't know like would it have to be a lesbian woman or a bi woman would it like, work on a straight woman would it work on a gay man don't know or is it purely okay like wait a, but no wait i just want to see her try it on a woman <laughs> uh, well yeah i mean is it like because she hasn't said anything about pheromones right she's just like fenugreek and yeah. i can't and remember the previous the episode it was like a, a strain of ylang ylang yeah. that she adapted so but because uh, well she's crossbreeding and shit because one so. of the big poison ivy iterations when i was a kid and it was terrible was the joel schumacher version which was uma thurman Oh my god, that was terrible. It was awful, and it was bad. But it was pheromones, mm-hmm. and that's what was, you know, ensnaring Batman well, and Robin. It kind of, and it can, in canon, it is, she does play with pheromones a lot, but she uses plants to alter. Or is it just anybody that, that smells, very, but, the well, smell is just enthralled see, by See, that's it. what I'm getting in the sh- in Gotham, is yeah. that it's just the smell itself. Yeah. Whereas in, in canon, it was always much more biological, more biology chemistry yeah involved and in which there's some chemistry going on here yeah i just think they're trying not to make it too complex which is fine yeah that, I'm, I'm cool with that because they're still showing oh well i mixed this with this with this mm-hmm. and, ooh. yeah um but yeah i would like to see her try this on not a guy yeah but yeah to your point as to would it would it have to be like barbara Keene? would it yeah would it have to be somebody that would is, it work on lee that is interested in her sexually would it work on uh penguin yeah of course that's a huge logic leap assuming that penguin is pure gay which we don't know that which we don't sure. know but um but still i'd just be it I, I just find that interesting. Interesting. Um, so, of course... Well, it, since they have, they do have the, the gay penguin storyline going, maybe we will... And we've had Montoya. We've had Barbara. That's true. With multiple uh, the men and women. So, they're not going to be afraid to go there if they think to do it. Yeah. So, that'll be interesting long term. Because, I, honestly, I was half expecting Alfred to be like... Uh, no, miss. Um, no, I know your shit. Master Wayne informed me that this was your shtick. Yeah. And I've treated so, myself, but he fell for it. But uh, that takes us back to the scene that I wanted. Yeah. Which was them explaining to Alfred. This is Ivy. Here's Ivy. Remember that punk-ass kid? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I was looking forward to that, and we yeah. didn't get it. Did, so does he just, is he's just like, okay, fine. I think Alfred's just done. Yeah. And at this point, he's okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Alfred, I don't even care anymore. Alfred is both the wine mom and the vodka aunt. Yeah, he is. Like, at the same time. Yeah. He just, he, just whatever. Just let him watch his soaps and drink some wine and whatever. And you don't want your frittata, like, fuck off. So, yeah. Um, so, of course, he smells her perfume and he's completely under her spell. And she, she's like, how do you turn the alarm off? So, yeah. Um, so, we go to the GCPD. And Jim is talking to Mario, 
And Mario's like, oh, nobody wants me dead. And Jim's like, um, clearly somebody does. <laughs> so you need to tell me what's Wrong. going on. And he's like, he's like, you need to lay low. And Mario's like, no, I'm getting married tomorrow. It's going to be fine. And he's, he's like, you want to cancel the wedding? And Jim's like, no, no, no. I, I literally want to stop somebody from trying to murder you. Like that is my job. Kinda, and, yeah. And like he didn't even he didn't even catch this case. You know how they'll they'll sometimes show cop shows where it's like, no, this is my case. Like he just he was just working. Like he didn't. That's all. Try. That's all. That's it. And so I felt like this is the point where I'm just like, damn it, leave him alone. And Mario's that tropey jealous guy anyway. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, oh, are you even going to try to find the killer? And Jim's like, yes. Trying this to find why, the killer. This is why I want you to stay here. Oh, stay here at the GCPD, which, again, that assumes that the GCPD is safe, which we know, which we know it not, not to be. But still. Um, and he's like, you need to trust me. And, and Mario's like, oh, Lee's not safe either as okay. long as I have a target. Jim is trying to save Mario's life. He's not telling Mario to call Lee and get her down here to protect her too. He is trying to save Mario's life. Black and white, EOD. I felt so bad for Jim. I was like, why is everybody such a dumb shit? Yeah. And that's bad if I feel that I kind of kinship with Jim. Well, oh, maybe maybe this is how Jim should be written. This is a very good Jim. Yeah. This is a well-written Jim. This is a Jim I could enjoy. I bought this. Yeah. And I feel that he was acting as best he could given the circumstances. Yes. This is this is Jim Gordon. Yeah. As I remember Jim Gordon in, in my life. Like he's in my life, you know, whatever. Well, you know, he's, he's Commissioner Gordon. He's uh, always been around. I did still, I still kind of miss um, Bounty Hunter Jim. I do too. But he that was, was never Jim Gordon. I couldn't accept no. him as a Jim Gordon. No, that was like so. clone Jim Gordon. <laughs> or alternate universe. Yeah, that's like an AU Jim. AU Jim. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Um, So, of course, Jim's like, Jesus Christ, Harvey, can you please watch this dumb shit? I got to go do work. And just make sure he doesn't leave the GCPD. And Harvey's like, okay, boss. Oh, wait, I'm in charge. I mean, okay. Yeah. I, bye, bae. So he's like standing there just staring at him. What are you doing? I'm, I'm watching. watching you. Oh, God, it was great. We got more Harvey this episode, and I was I was excited about that. So nice. So we go back to, to, to Penguin's house, and Barb just wants to talk to Olga, the housekeeper. Of course. Um, and she's like, maids over here stuff. I've lived in a house like this. I know. I know you know shit. And she's like, oh, look at this ring. Isn't this pretty? Wouldn't you like this? And I was like, yeah. Um, who now she speaks quite a bit of decent English. Doesn't she? Because if you remember when Penguin was going on his, oh, I love Ed. Olga was like, uh-huh. Eat your breakfast. I don't know shit. It was probably just like, if I know English, no, he'll want to talk to me. Now, admittedly, Oswald <laughs> did say he was going to send her to classes. True. This would be the result thereof. She picked up really quick then. Well, we're, our whole time span, That's true. how long has it Who been? Who the fuck knows? Mm. Yeah. So Olga's like, uh, she takes the ring and she's like, he could do better. And um, and she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, he, he, he likes Enigma uh, or whatever. And she's like, and this is the best. Barb's like, what do you mean like-like? I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Um, it's high school. And she's like, okay, I'm just going to put a pin in that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, we're going to revisit that later. That was like the best reaction she could ever have had. She was not. Barb. She was not shocked at, you know, the gay thing or anything like that. She was just the relationship in and of itself was just. Ex she was. Ex she was like, oh, and cool. then she's like, I can't deal Inform with that right now. Information. <laughs> 
which Barbara loves to have secrets. Yeah, she does. But you're right. It was very much a let's pin like, it. Like, and okay, move on. we're, we, we're going to talk about this, yes. but it's going to be later. <laughs> and so, um, she finds out that, oh, she says, still hasn't found Tabby. Exactly. So she says that, um, Ed heard something about, like, he was talking about a special delivery and he's got this bill from Stocks and Bondage. And so Barb's like, all right, now I know where to go. Um, so we go back to Ed and he is torturing Butch. Um, and then he's going to start torturing Tabby. And so Butch is like, um, Butch is doing everything he can to keep Ed away from Tabby. You keep the attention on him. And he's like, oh, nobody would fall in love with you. And he starts to try to piss him off. And it works. Ed starts electrocuting him again. And finally, um, I think Butch passes, passes out, at, out. That, yeah. at this point. And so Tabby asks, uh, like, he pulls the, the gag out. And she asks, what the fuck do you want, basically? And Ed's like, oh, I'm going to break his heart before I kill him. And you're like, oh, okay. All right, fine. Because we as an audience know that neither one of them had anything to do with Isabella's death. Nope. Um, so we go to Selena and Bruce, and she she follows him into the study. And um, he he tries to, like, condescend to her. Uh, he's like, oh, my God, do I smell vinegar? Oh, my God, that key's really old. He tries to mansplain. And she's like, um, yeah, the key's really old, and it's really full of gunk, and baking soda and uh, vinegar is going to take the shit off of it. Did you want to look at it? It she's was great. She's trying to actually help him so they can move forward with, so she she wants to leave. So she's trying to help him so she can go. But it shows that they think of things so di- Like, they're such a good match. Yeah, because they see things differently. They're such a good yeah. team. Mm-hmm. And it's so reluctant on her part because he's like, I love you. And so um, she, uh, you know, he, he's like, again, we go back to what he's been brooding on for three days because he's Batman and he's a really good brooder. Isn't he? Um, and he's like, what'd you tell Ivy we weren't a couple? And she's like, oh, fuck, are we back to this again? Yep. And she's like, can we just not label it and just be ourselves? And because Selena, the label thing freaks her the fuck out. She doesn't know how to deal with her no. feelings for Bruce. No. So if she can just say that or not say what they are, she's more comfortable. And so um, he doesn't respond and they take the key out. And of course, it's a fucking owl. Like, clearly it's an owl. Yeah. And Bruce is like, oh, fuck. I know who this is. And what does he do? Yeah. He runs to go show Alfred. I was so proud of him. I was too. And and we we talked about this before the podcast. We talked about how it's it's like Alfred and Bruce aren't at odds anymore. Because he used to try to like get shit past Alfred because Alfred kept trying to make him be a normal kid. And yeah. And so I think at this point, Alfred's just like, all right, this is what we do now. Well, it's like shenanigans I, all the time. If I remember correctly, some point in last season, Alfred was like, just let me help you. Mm-hmm. I'm on your side let me help you. And it's like Bruce has finally figured out that Alfred is, is not the enemy here. Yeah. Alfred, you know, and that they, then they're work, And that's canonically, you know, Alfred and Bruce are such a great team pair couple team, whatever. <laughs> uh, he needs, yeah, he needs Alfred. He needs Alfred's guidance. Mm-hmm. And, I think, and like you were talking about before, that it's like Alfred has accepted that Bruce is going to do what Bruce is going to do. And so I might as well know where he is, know what he's doing. Yes. And I can help. And Bruce has accepted that Alfred is on his side and wants to help guide him. And then he knows a fuck ton more. Yeah. About, you know, everything. Things. Yeah. So he's willing to look to him for some guidance. So, yeah, so this was really great. This showed their, 
their relationship has grown so much since the, the dynamic first is yeah 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 it's beautiful um Maybe so media, beautiful but yeah well i mean it is like if you're gonna do this thing at least you gotta have an alfred with you i know right um and so alfred Don't go immediate, alone. Yeah, i know take an alfred take an alfred um so immediately alfred's like um well fuck uh because immediately this this is you know this goes against the deal he made with Catherine, which is I want to investigate your group, even though inadvertently. inadvertently. Yeah, and so I I really liked this because Bruce is like, okay, no, we've got to let them know that we did not mean to do this. This is all a big misunderstanding, and we've got to get them backed off of Ivy and Selena. And so um, this is when Bruce and Selena are like, "Where is Ivy?" And Alfred's like, uh, "Let's not talk about that now." <laughs> okay, but okay, but visually. <laughs> Alfred goes and he and closes the, the door. door. He's like, that doesn't matter right now. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he done fucked up. So this is when they get a call. He knows he's been sniffing on the kid. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Somebody's got to say it. He is a child, Alfred. Um, so this is when this guy calls um, and he's like, oh, we have Ivy. And he's got this Eastern European accent and he's going to trade her for the necklace. Bruce is like, don't you mean the key? but yeah so so of course ivy again got out because she short-sighted and she's an idiot and she done got captured so again this and we talked about this when we were doing our our rewatch a couple uh minutes ago (laughs) it was a bit ago um this is so tropey with the person that doesn't want to be protected because and it it happened with mario and it happened with ivy and it happened with selena so that's the parallels between the two storylines that we're seeing and Jim are just trying to keep y'all dumbasses safe. I know. And look at what you've done. I know. So Ivy gets fucking kidnapped. Children. So yeah. Um. So this is when uh they they have an address and and Bruce takes Selena there and Bruce or Alfred takes <laughs> Selena and Bruce there. Bruce <laughs> takes Bruce there. Um. And so they're, they're all there. They're supposed to go down in this manhole and uh-huh. Bruce, Bruce is like, okay. I've got to go, and I'm just going to explain it was a mistake. And as long as we get Ivy back, like, I will, like, I'll do whatever it it needs to be done to let the Court of Owls know. Of course, he doesn't know that that's them, but to let Catherine's group know that, like, this was a, this was an honest mistake. Yeah, they're, uh, they're assuming that it is her, and Alfred doesn't argue with Bruce. He's like, nope. okay. Because Bruce was going to go. And so Alfred's going to go. And Bruce doesn't fight the fact that, like, Alfred is going to go with you. Mm-hmm. So I think that, and, and if he looks at Selena and he's like, um, you're going to yell at me if I try to get you to not go. And she's like, yep. So she's going to go too. So there's the understanding there too. So, so there we there's go. a lot of growth. Well, and you think, you think Bruce would understand Selena's going to get pissed when you try to protect her because you get pissed when Alfred tries to protect you. Yep. But, you know, whatever. Um, and so they go, they go to the central chamber and what was this guy's name again? I Luca? Feel, I don't know. No. I don't, I don't think that was it. Volk or something? Hold on. I've got it. I think mm. it was. Vol- Luca Volk. Luca. Oh. First name. Volk. Last name Volk. Oh, there we go. Um, and so this guy's there and he's like, um, he was credited as Volk in the captions. Oh, That's where okay. I saw it. Um, and so he's like, uh, give me the necklace. Oh, this is when Bruce is like, don't you mean the key? Um, and he's like, he's like, no, I want to, I want to talk to, um, who's in charge of you. And I want to explain what's happening so we can to explain that I kept our deal. And Luke is like, um, no, but the deal was you bring the necklace and I give you the girl. Like that was the deal. And, um, Selena's like, we didn't bring us, bring it with us. We're not dumb shits. And, um, they they start talking about Catherine and he's like, oh no, 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 we're not, we're not with them. 
They have no honor. And they'll betray people like you. Um, and so we really quickly realized this is not the Court of Owls. Nope. That we thought it was. And so um, he says that they work to destroy the group. And he, t- he finally tells Bruce what their name is. Says the thing. The Court of Owls. Dun, dun, dun. So I was finally excited to have the, the actual name out in the universe. Because we've been calling them this for like you know over a, like since like, last season since last season yeah. so I'm, I'm really glad that that's out in the air um and so, they bring up their own uh their own their name. own gang name which yeah. is a canon gang it's called the whisper gang yep um which is kind of a stupid name but whatever i, I know right and it is according to um a canon luca volk is the leader yep uh and there's the guy with the the metal on yeah, his face, which is a nod to their to them uh canonically they have uh in the in the comics they have these metal masks grafted into their heads to ensure that they never snitch on the gcpd but whatever, whatever. they <laughs> they are one of the apparently five is a common number yep uh one of the five underground subway gangs in gotham in gotham so apparently you have the underground in gotham and then you have the underground underground well you know in Gotham. So they at least used a canonical group yeah. in yeah. this. So you cause when we were watching it, you were hoping this was League of Assassins. I was. I was. Yeah. <sighs> Damn it. So whatever. Sorry. Um, so before we continue, I did want to remind folks that we enjoy the feedback. We do. Um, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. And on Twitter at randomtcasts. And on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And now on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. And we're even on the Instagrams. If we you are. Wanna, I don't know. Send us a picture. Like, I still don't quite no, understand you, the features well, of Instagram. <laughs> I clearly don't run that account. It's not near as complicated as Snapchat. Oh, Jesus, Snapchat still confuses the shit out of me. <laughs> I actually had somebody had to walk me through it. So yeah. I was like, I don't know where I click. What is going on? Yeah, so. I can show you if you know, know. you ever yeah. want to. I like being the old lady. I, I know one social media platform really it's well. Fine. One kind of, sort of, maybe well. And then everything else, I'm just You tweet fucked. pretty well. I, I'm, I'm better on Twitter than I used to be. That was you kind are. of a trial by fire at the you con. You did stick your toe out there. Yeah. And, and you did well. Yeah. So anyway. Um, and if you don't want to remember any of those uh, long ass names, you can just go to our website, randomtpodcasts.com. Dot com. And go to the bottom of the f- homepage and there's links to all that shit. Yep. So yeah. Uh, what else can they find on our homepage? They can find our Amazon affiliate link. <gasps> what is that? It's this these pictures where they click on it and it takes you to Amazon <laughs> and when they check out we get some of the pennies. So yeah. So all right, all right, Thanksgiving kiddos. If any of you are listening number one tonight, um, and you're gonna do your Cyber Monday, your your Black Friday, your orgy of shopping for Christmas on Amazon, use our link. Because it gives us free money because it doesn't cost you anything else. It's just sticking it to the man and making them pay us some, some pennies. And, and it, yeah, it helps support us. Helps support us, helps support, you know, like the hosting and storage and all of that. And all that ain't free. We know it's not. Sorry. It's really funny. We did a, uh, one of the things that when I kind of decided we were going to podcast. Um, <laughs> Because that just kind of happened. And told you that, hey, we're going to go to, we're going to do a podcast. Um, and I said, okay. Uh, well, we went to a panel at 221BCon about yeah. how to podcast. Yeah. And one of the first things they said is like, 
don't go into podcasting for money. It will cost you more money than anything. Yes. Yes, they were true. Um, so yeah, so that helps, that helps support us. Um, how else can people support us if they're so inclined? Uh, they can go to our sponsor. Okay. Unofficial natural fan of fragrances. That would be the one. Woo woo. There's a link on our websites, link in our show notes, uh, to their Etsy shop. The, these are the fandom themed fragrances. They're essential Smell oils. Smell like your favorite character, man. I know, right? Like, it's awesome. I've been Moriarty this week. Ooh. Yeah. Please don't kill me. No. Or make shoes out of me. Or <laughs> kill me and then make shoes out of me. Can I just carve up your apples? Yes. That might be okay. Yes. All right. Um, yeah, they've got some fabulous Black Friday deals. Super exciting. Super exciting. Some limited edition stuff, so get it while you can, including Hermione Yule Ball. <sighs> y'all, y'all. I'm a- Seriously. Aunt Queenie's going to talk to you. <laughs> is this the vodka aunt? This is the vodka. Yes, I am, I am your vodka. I am everyone's vodka aunt, um, including your kids. Um, it's, it's true. I really am. Um, but like this is such a yummy smell and it smells like Christmas, but it's not, um, because it's all natural. It's, it doesn't smell artificial. No. Cause so it's not. It's a really yummy, warm fragrance and it smells mm-hmm. like Christmas and they literally only do it this time of year. It's yep. their best seller for a reason. Um, go get you some Hermione's Yule Ball. Trust me. And I think they're going to have some, the roll-ons this year. I'm not I'm actually sure. debating whether to get. The roll-on or the spray? You could get one of each. Oh, I could. You could. Yeah. So Just yeah. saying. Because I'm almost out. And Oh, dear. And, and that's the thing. I have like, God, maybe 15 to 20 bottles now. Oh, so if I'm almost out of one, you know that means I use yeah. it a lot. Yes, you do. So yeah. So it's a really good fragrance. I highly recommend it. Um, and, and all their stuff is great. Oh, yeah, like, it is. I, again, it. I have like 15 to 20 bottles for a reason. Well, they have several special editions coming out. Yeah. Um, so check those out. They've got uh, subscription type boxes, bundles, all kinds of specials. I'm telling you, go check out their Instagram and their Facebook page. You can yep. find all those links on our um, thing. Yeah, on our thing. On our thing. Website? Yeah. On our thing. Stuff. So, yeah. Um, so, and then also, of course, you can always go to our website to check out all our fuck ton of other podcasts. So many. Um, we just did Doctor Strange. Yeah, we did. In our MCU movies feed. That was super fun. That ended up being like over two hours long. Yeah, it was. Um, it was great though. Got a long weekend. You got time to listen. And we're actually about to see Fantastic Beasts later today and there will be a podcast at some point. Eventually. Of that. Not sure exactly when it's going to be, but. And then, of course, our, our standbys uh, that are currently going, which are Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. comes back next week. Yeah, we've got random movies going on. Mm-hmm. American Gods will be at some point in 2017, because uh, we still don't have a goddamn date yet. I need it. Um, and then, yeah. so And we're going to be doing Night Manager soonish in the random miniseries feed. Yep. So, yeah, I'm excited. So, check, check all that out. And, as always, you can stream directly from our website if you're so inclined. Um and we make that all available for for you at yep. any given point in time. So uh, and then go. we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play that I was unaware that we were on until recently, but yeah. apparently we are. You're welcome. Good to know. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so if you are liking uh, what you're hearing from us, we would really appreciate um, you going to um, be at Amazon – or not Amazon um, – iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, wherever. Leave us a rating or review, a star, a thumbs up, a kiss, whatever the site lets you give <laughs> us. Um, and that's just going to help more people find us. Yep. 
So yeah. It takes um, at least five reviews on iTunes to show up for it to actually show up that there are reviews on a podcast. Yeah. So if just five of you, that's all it takes. Per cast. Just five per cast on iTunes. Do the thing, kids. Do the thing. So. Make it our Christmas, your Christmas present to us. <laughs> now that's just bribery. Is, well, no, I mean. No. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. That's begging. Yeah, that's begging. That's begging. Yeah. Call it by its name. I ain't all too right. proud. No, you ain't. No. It's all right. <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, anything else before we get back into the shitstorm that is Jim Gordon's life? No, I think we need to get back to the shitstorm to get away from the shitstorm. Okay, so I feel really bad. Again, Jim, he goes and talks to Daddy Falcone, and he's like, so your son's the target. And Carmine's like, what? <laughs> okay, the questions that they're asking each other in answer to the questions was just really going to give By me a headache. By not answering the other question yeah. that they were asked. And so, because Jim's like, Jim's like, all right, what's going on? Clearly Mario's a target for a reason. You know something. What's going on? And Carmen's like, no, he's a decent person. He's not like me. And again, he's like, oh, you're just, you just want to break him up. And Jim's like, I really don't. I literally am trying to do my job here. And so Harvey calls and he's like, hey, buddy. So Mario's gone. And Jim's like, you had one job. One job. One job and you failed it. Um, Go sit in the corner with Phil Tippett, who was the dinosaur wrangler in Jurassic Park. I know. And so, um. Jim tells Carmine what, what went down, and he's like, I think I know how, oh, where he went. And you're like, oh, God, okay, whatever. This is going to be terrible. Um, so this is when we go to a super fun scene. Um, Barb goes to Stocks and Bondage, and um, which apparently nice. is, is a nice. high-end bondage store. And she, she talks to the guy, Todd, and she's like, oh, I just want to make sure that this delivery uh is going out and so she she wants to know about ed's delivery and he's like oh it was already delivered and she's like that's great um can you show me how these stocks work and he's like um we're really not meant to demonstrate them and she's like just it'll just be a second it's fine she barbs him she barbs him of course because she's fabulous she is she gets him in the stocks she has flair she does and she's like oh um we're gonna do a little role play do you like role play Todd? yes 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 he does i really hope he does because he works at an s&m store yeah if not he's got bigger problems yeah um and so she she wants to know the address of the delivery and so like immediately he gives her the combination he's like here you go and um because she does promise to come back later and reward him so yeah, um, so Barb takes He's it. He's on board. Yeah, he is. He wants him some Barb. So she she takes it. I and hope she, she remembers leaves. to go back. I hope she does too. Especially if he's still locked up in those stocks. Yeah. That poor, poor Todd. Poor Todd. He walked into it. Like he had to know. He did. He literally. Barb, Barb just reeks of crazy. I know. I mean, like it's fun, but she crazy. 20 pounds of crazy in a five pound bag. That's it. Um, so this is when we go to Butch and he wakes up and Ed is, oh, being a drama baby. He's being Riddler. He is. This is the most Riddler thing. Um, he has to make this elaborate setup. He can't just fucking no. kill Butch. No. He's got this guillotine set up. It's a hand size guillotine. And so he. That would be handy. <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that? About two seconds. Oh my God. I'm proud of you. Um, those just you know come to you they do um and so he he has this like it looks like a game show buzzer that he gives it to, really does to tabitha and he puts it in her hand and he puts her hand in the guillotine and um he's like uh 
it, you know, he's got this timer set up and he's like, okay, uh, you either lose your hand and don't electrocute Butch because you love him or whatever, or you electrocute him and then you don't lose your hand. So either way, you get to choose what happens to Butch. So we're like, oh, Jesus, you had to make this complicated. Yeah. 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 This is the most Riddler thing he could have done. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty much. Um, so we go back to uh, the Whisper Gang, and he uh, he lets Ivy go, and he he tells them a lot really quickly. I know, right? He's got his brother. He's got this guy, Dimitri, with the mask on, and Dimitri's in training, and until he can learn to be a full-fledged member, he's got this mask on him, and... Um, uh, so he's he's like, oh, he he starts rolling out these blueprints, and apparently, like, wow, they made a deal with the Court of Owls years ago, and the court betrayed them, and so this key, Lucas says he thinks it opens a safe in one of the court's buildings, and it's there's supposed to be two keys, and this key was thought to have been lost. And so he's got all these blueprints of all these buildings he thinks it might be in. There's all these, like, circles and shit on on all these maps. (laughs) And, like, it's, like, he shares a lot really quickly. I know. And so he thinks that what's inside the safe will help bring down the court. And Alfred's like, what, like a weapon? And he's like, we don't know what it is. I'm like, you're putting a lot of eggs in this safe basket. Not knowing what the fuck might be in there. Yeah. Well, it is, you know, the desperate. Yes. You know it is the desperate. That grammar. Uh-huh, that wow. was worse. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I put them together, too. Much sentence. Very grammar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and so, um, you know, this one explains about the two keys, and he says the court has one, and this one was thought to be lost, so it's a big deal that they have this one. And so Bruce is like, oh, you mean this key? And he like, monologues just you, a bit. Of course you brought it with yeah. you. And um, he's like, listen, I know... I've I've had run-ins with the court before, and I stepped down because I didn't think they could be taken down. But now, <laughs> yeah, he didn't have anything to use against them, but now yeah. he does. So. And I'm like, but you still only have the one key. That's now, only part of the now. Equation. Does it take two keys to open the safe, or are there just two keys to one safe? I thought that it took two keys to open the safe. Okay, because if the other keys lost, the court of owls is like in in uh because then it can't be opened yeah. at all that actually makes more sense than there being two keys and one to just open the out same there s- yeah. somewhere because that's just dumb get a new safe exactly there you go just saying so apparently what it is is so powerful that they can't just destroy it and destroy the safe but it takes two keys to open the safe so what good is the safe if you can't get to what's in it? Plus, theoretically, why can't they just break into the safe? But whatever. Maybe that'll be explained later. We don't uh, know. I hope it so. Probably because won't. this is just bad. It probably won't. Which, by the way, Firefly was really good at cracking safes, apparently. Yes, yeah, she was. Just saying. She, just going to put that out there. And we don't know the status of Firefly, do no, we? No, we do not. <gasps> Did they mention it in the first episode Did whether they? she was locked up or not? I don't remember. I don't think she was reapprehended. I don't know. Because we were, didn't know if they were dead or... We don't know if her and Freeze are back in Arkham or, or if they're alive. out and about. So, yeah. I don't know. Dark. Yeah. It's true. So, yeah. Um, so, this is when we go to Mario being a dumb shit. And he has gone to the jewelry store to get the wedding rings. The which, day before the wedding. Again. Just saying. We're leaving everything to the last minute. And again, you know, if somebody is trying to kill you, maybe, maybe send one of daddy's goons to go pick yeah. the rings up. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do this yourself. Apparently, Mario does. 
He's terrible. Yes, he is. So there's Your that. point is. So, of course, Jim finds him right away because Mario had made a point of saying, like, oh, I have to get my wedding rings. And apparently Jim knows what jeweler they use, but whatever. Um, it's the only jeweler in town. It's next door to the GCPD. And Jim's like, hey, dumb shit, you're going to get killed. And then he, he looks around and because um, he thinks Mario knows something that he's not telling him. Because he does. And he Mario's like, oh, I want to protect Lee. This and, has nothing to do with protecting Lee. This has no. to do with protecting Mario. Yeah. And so, of course, Jim looks over and he sees a wedding, uh, or a wedding, <laughs> Jesus. He sees a motorbike and he's like, they're already here. They're here. And they start opening fire and Jim, you know, gets Mario to the ground. Um, and this is when, you know, they get, they get attacked and one guy grabs Mario and um, he uh, he attacks the guy with some, like, random jewels that are out, apparently, or whatever. I think it was like a brooch that he yeah, stuck in his eye. because I think it was a brooch. And um, he's like, oh, and he starts getting all weird with him. And um, he's like, why are you coming after me? And the killer's like, you know why. And then Mario's- Which that just sounds like an, an argument between us, between spouses. You know why. You know why. Yeah. That's just like down to that petty level of. Sometimes you just need to tell the other person Well, why. if you don't know, then I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Really? You should know. Really? Really? Just tell the other person, kids. Just just talk. Use yeah. your words. Communication is the number one enemy in fanfic. If that has taught me anything. <laughs> it's true. Bad it's communication. True. I know. Um. So then Mario just kills the guy. He chokes him. Does with, he? With his bare hands. Yeah. He, okay. kills, he kills the guy with his bare hands. Okay, good, good. And that's, so that's great. Jim takes care of his guy, who is now, uh, you know, alive and not dead. Um, and he looks over at Mario and he's like, the fuck? Mario, so, yeah. the doctor who has taken the do not, do Hippocratic no harm. Oath. Yep. Yep. Which is funny because we had just seen Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange has a moment of, oh my God, what just happened? I took an oath of do not, do no yeah. harm. Yeah. What am I in? He, what have Mario, I gotten myself into? Mario was no Stephen Strange. No, he's not. Ego aside. No, he's not. Okay. He's not as pretty either. No, he's not. Um, so this is when we go to Ed, um, and he's doing, the, he's so delighted with, like, we haven't seen, like, full-on crazy Ed in a while. No, it was good to see him. It was good, because, like, he's been, like, I guess, I always think of the mob as just, like, routine crime, whereas, <laughs> whereas like, yeah. the supervillains are, like, batshit crazy crime. Yeah. And so he's been, like, helping Penguin out with the, with just the normal crime. Uh-huh. So this was, like, batshit crazy. Um, and so Butch is like, again, I don't know who the fuck Isabel is. And he's like, Isabella. And, um, you know, he, Ed freaks out. And so he, Ed's like, um, he's like, okay, so you're just going to kill me either way. Right. And so Ed's like, okay, all right, new deal. If Tabitha sacrifices her hand, I'll let you both go. And be twinsies. Yeah. And so he sets the timer and Tabitha's like, and so um, she likes Butch, but she doesn't love him. And he. I'm not really in a love place right now. And Butch, oh my God, it broke my heart because Butch is like, yeah, I understand that. That's all I can ask for. I, you know, I love you and that's, that's, that's okay. And he's really sweet about it. And this is like the anti friend zone. I know. Where it's just like, he's like, no, it's okay. I just want you to be safe. Because the whole time, yes. Butch has been doing whatever he could to keep Ed away from Tabby. And, um, so, you know, she, Ed's like, okay, so 
He's like, all right, I'm not surprised. That's why I offered this deal because I knew you wouldn't do it. And he's like, you have any final words? And he's like, Butch tells her that the last few weeks were the best of his life, that they've been together. And it's okay that she doesn't love him. He loves her. And he tells Edward that he's like, yeah, I shot her. I shot her in the head. And I wish I, and she wished that she had a real man. And so Tabitha looks over at him and I'm still not quite sure why she made this choice, but she tells him that he's sweet. She drops the um, control the buzzer, the, the buzzer that could kill Butch and she lets the blade come down and chops her hand off. And I was really, really surprised by this. Yeah, because you and I, we've talked about this before, that we've always kind of viewed Tabitha as kind of like a sociopath, that she doesn't know how to feel. Yeah, and I think that's why her and Barbara are such a good match together, because they're both kind of in that boat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, There's no tanglement of that, like, yeah, we can we can have sex and we can have fun, we can be business partners, whatever, but there's no... I, yeah, I just don't see her falling in love with him in that instant. That's yeah. just kind of weird. But uh, I think the actress acted the scene well when yes. her hand was supposedly chopped off the way her body Because we see her pass jolted. out from shock shortly thereafter. Yeah. And they actually show us the stump. Yeah, man. That was actually kind of cool. I was kind of surprised about that. I was like, all right. Yeah, because this is a primetime show. Gotham this did a is, good effect. It was a little over the top, but it yeah. was not bad. Yeah, I think that's, that's the thing. And... I'm probably always going to err on the side of the actor is that if the actor has nothing to give me writer wise, like script wise, like Mm -hmm. it's not their fault. No. Tabitha has been written as a one dimensional character. Yes. I don't think it's Jessica Lucas's fault. No. So I I think she's, I think she hasn't been given enough to work with. And I think they finally gave her a little nugget of something and she can do it. She killed it. Yeah. (laughs) sorry i just not you're not sorry don't lie that was not intentional but yeah but yeah there it is so i think again like i think jessica lucas has just not been given enough material no and i wish i really want them to give her more they need to stop introducing new characters and work on the ones they've got well and i think barb is a great example when Barbara Keene was written as a flat, unimaginative, oh. boring-ass character, we didn't like her. And it wasn't Aaron's fault because now that the, the way Barb is now, we know Aaron can play. Yes. You know, Aaron can act. Bat shit crazy is wonderful. So, yeah. So, I, I thought that, but yeah, we did get a nice little glimmer um, from Tabby. But she passes out. And Ed is focused on what Butch has said. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. She died in a car wreck. You just said you shot her. And again, Butch is like... Yeah, I told you I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about, but you wouldn't you wouldn't stop. And so he realizes Butch has been telling him the truth. And Butch just wants to take care of Tabby. He wants to get her to the hospital because she's going to bleed out, blah, right. blah, blah. Yeah. And so this is when Barb shows up and she's and, got a gun. <laughs> with the exact same posture, she came in on Penguin. Yeah, she's and practiced what was that. It? You, you pointed out what, what little detail? Her gun is bigger than Barnes's. Because she has bigger balls. She does. Just saying. She does. Okay. Um, and so Ed is completely checked out at this point. He's had this big realization that, oh shit, you're not responsible for Isabella. And so he's like, um, put, put her hand on ice and he just walks out. Yeah. He's a little shell-shocked. Yeah. So I'm like, oh shit, it's about to go down. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So we go to the completely ineffectual GCPD. And Jim calls uh, Carmine Falcone, and he, uh, you know, he 
he uh he and Mario don't recognize the guy, the killer that they apprehended. Mm-hmm. You know, the one that Mario didn't kill. Right. Um, and so Harvey's like, of course, this guy, he's not in the system with his prints, but you know, he's a professional. And all of a sudden, the feds want to transfer this guy upstate. How? What? Why? And so Falcone's like, um, that takes some serious pull because they want them away from, they want him away from us. Yes, specifically. And so, um, they go outside and Mario's like, oh, I, you know, I, I did what I had to because Jim Ooh. asks him about it because Jim's like, um, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Because he killed the guy. Yeah. I mean, just with his bare hands. And um, he's like, oh, I just did what I had to do. And so Lee shows up and Jim sees her in the background and he's like, okay, either you tell her I will. And so Jim, again, doing the right thing. Yeah. Like your fiance needs to know you just killed some guy in cold blood. I don't want to get him. Say, I wouldn't say cold blood. I'd say lukewarm. Yeah. yeah, he did attack him first. I mean, that's true, but he just straight up murdered him. Yeah, but I would say lukewarm. Yeah, and so, but again, Room temperature. He, he gives Mario the choice of you tell her. Yes. Well, he's giving him the chance to do it because himself. he doesn't just. Oh, Lee, he just killed somebody. Look, um, and so like Mario takes Lee away, and so you're like, okay. So this is when one Carmine Falcone goes into the interrogation room. Oh, dear. And you see the guy's face change when he notices who it is. The minute detail. Minute. No. What did you call them? When he's the, on his Micro face. expressions. Micro expressions. Not minute yeah. expressions. <laughs> no. You were thinking we're very. We're very visible. Yeah. It was um, great. The second he walks in the room. Because he's real cocky. Yeah. And he just thinks, like, this is some cop, and then he gets sight of him, and he's like, oh, fuck, that's Don Falcone. Yeah. I- I'm gonna die. I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, he slams the ca- the guy's uh, head down on the table, and he's like, I know you're not gonna talk. And he pulls a knife out, and we're like, oh, what's gonna happen? And this is when I thought there was some kind of identifying mark on him, like a tattoo. Yeah. Because I thought the knife, like, he was gonna literally cut it out of the guy's skin. I thought he was just gonna threaten him. Until he showed him the tattoo or something. I don't don't know. I don't know what I thought. And so this is when Jim goes into uh, Harvey's office, which is Barnes's office. And Harvey's like, oh, good job saving the guy that's marrying the woman you love. And he's like, oh, he deserves to know how you feel. And Jim's like, no. And then he sees Falcone on the monitors uh, accosting the guy. Because he does not want to have this conversation again. No, he doesn't. So they run in, and uh, Falcone has, um, he's like, oh, I know who this guy works for. He's pulled a tooth of the of the guy, and he tells Jim that um, the killer won't be pressing charges. Because Jim's like, oh my god, you just assaulted this guy. And he's like, it'll be fine. Um, okay, so how in the hell did Falcone pull out a tooth with, with a, a knife. knife. A lot there's, of there's, extra hack and slashing. There's no grippy grip. No. And that was the full tooth. I mean, that was the he whole Monty. The, yeah, he got the full thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, um, it, there was a gold cap on it. Yeah. With the, the owl yeah. symbol on it. So, hoot hoot. Hoot hoot, motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm super excited at this point. Yes, you are. Um, so, we go to uh, Luca, who has a meeting at the docks. And he's got Dimitri with him. And um, they're going to they're gonna join up with Bruce. Which I thought was interesting that not once is Luca like, you're a kid. No. 
So I thought that was really like, like, but Bruce he's is a fifteen-year-old kid at this point. But he is Bruce Wayne, and he's clearly authoritarian, and you know he's he has this yeah. key, and so well, I, I thought that was interesting. And either that shows how intimidating Bruce can be, or that Luke is super fucking desperate. Well, also you have to remember that when they were in the tunnels, that all of them were deferring to Bruce, mm-hmm. Ivy, Selena, Selena Alfred, and Alfred. They yep. were all deferring to Bruce, so. Yep. And the man's got money. And Bruce is the one that made the deal with the Court of Owls anyway. Yes. And, so and this, he's the one whose parents were killed. And he's the yep. one who's on, I guess, on the, on the line. Yeah. Whatever. And so this is when a talent shows up. He kills Demetri, but good. And uh, he starts <laughs> talking to Luca. And he's like, oh, have you found the second key? And Luca attacks him and he takes care of him. And he's like, oh, again, did you find the second key? And um, Luca, uh, you know, attacks him again and, and kills him. Or does Luca get killed? I can't remember. I thought Luca died. Okay, yeah. Um, the assassin pieces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the and he had those cool little like. I thought he was just holding knives really wrong for a knife fight. Yeah, but he had like these kind no, of wrist. They had things. um. They were um. Brass knuckles on the end of the knife. But like, yeah, it yeah. Was it was really like cool. brass knuckles with a knife on them, it basically. Was really cool. Although they were silver, so probably steel but anyway yeah. yeah they were pretty sweet it was a different fighting style which was kind of cool yeah and um again this is not mario like no. at first we were like is that him is it because no? it's not i mean and i don't know how deliberate they've been casting somebody that could maybe be him if you looked wrong and he's got a mask and it's dark i think somebody just didn't know any better and to ran see the it. difference and so now that's just hit the media and we're just questioning. Yeah, now now it's in our head. Yeah. And it's wrong. Plus, we just saw Mario strangle a guy. So we're like, something's going on with him that we don't know yet. Yeah. As an audience. So um, so we go to Butch and Barb. And they're taking Tabby to the hospital. And um, we got a hand. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> we got a hand here. And so hand. We, and you know, my first thought was not story related. It was, oh, okay, they're going to reattach the hand so they don't have to pay for the effect. Yep. Because what they've done with Butch is they just put a glove on well, his hand. When they were threatening her hand, that's where I was thinking, are they going to have to green sleeve her hand? I mean, yeah. this it was bad enough in The and Walking honestly, Dead. And honestly, you know, we, we say it with, with Gotham that, you know, because Butch had his hand cut off and they have paid for no such effect because now the actor just wears a glove wears on a his glove. left yeah. hand. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's my fake hand, wink, wink. And they kind of keep it out of frame. And yes, they do. Very much. But then again, S.H.I.E.L.D. did the same thing. That's true. They just did it with, oh, this is my super high-tech hand that looks like a regular hand. <gasps> that has a S.H.I.E.L.D. in it? Yeah. 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 So, you know, I I, I, I can buy that. They don't want to have to pay for the effect. I'm that. glad that they went. But they went through the trouble to show us. They did. Them going to the hospital they to did. get it reattached. To get it reattached. So, and how so, quickly is her hand going to heal? I don't know. That's a good question. It's I give Gotham, it, though. Is it a stab wound? So it'll stab be wound quickly. Level. Stab wounds take a little bit. Oh, no. Bullets, it's the gunshots that are quickly. Yeah, it's the gunshots that heal in at least one episode. Okay, so we'll have some rehab time, I think. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, but this is when Barb is kind of working through the problem out loud. And she's like, oh, shit, I know who did it. It's Oswald because he loves Ed. Oh, shit. Now, she doesn't say... It's Oswald. No, to Butch, but she knows but who it is. She's like somebody else who's in love with uh, with with Edma, and Butch <laughs> is like, if there's somebody, another there are woman, two ladies that have been in love with this asshole, and she's like, I didn't say it was a lady. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh. And Butch looks so confused. But he's like, what? But planning Barb is a joy to behold. It is. Because she's got she's got plans now because she's well, going to use this. They Like she was saying, she, well, she says something about she's tired of scraping the bottom of the barrel or, you know, just trying to get by. And Butch, too, she's like, we don't need, because Butch is like, well, this means war. I'm going to kill him. And everybody's, she's like, no, no, no. she's like, no, we don't need to start. We don't need to have a war. We just need to start, start one. one. Yeah. Because she has enough information now to pit Penguin against Nigma, and then they can just clean and that up will fall afterwards. apart. It'll yeah. fall apart. Yeah. So this is very interesting. Um, so we go to Falcone, who meets with Catherine from the Court of Owls, and we're like, yes, yes, yes. I love these two together. Me too. I could ship this. Oh yeah. Like hate sex. Oh god, I hate sex. The I hate thinking, sex. Yeah. Which one of them is? <gasps> could she be Mario's mom? Shut up. Oh my god. I just thought about that. Oh, I would like that. The coloring's all wrong. But what if? We don't know what her hair used to look like. That's true. What if? Yeah, it'll never be that good, will it? No. Uh, but I like it. Yeah. But yeah, I could totally hate fix ship it, these. Fix it, fix? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Total hate ship. And so um, he, he's got the tooth that's got an owl carved in it. And to your, I'm glad you pointed this out because I was like, how the fuck can you carve an owl in the side of a tooth? It's a it's a And you're crown. like, it's, it's a cap, honey. And I was like, oh. Yeah, that was real popular back okay. in the 90, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. To do the drawings on the, yeah. Again, why label your people with something that ties back to your organization? But whatever, whatever. Apparently everybody in Gotham is drama committed. And so she's like, oh. Um, so we find out that he, he, he makes a point of saying, listen, you guys want an Indian Hill. I got it away from Maroney, you know, I, and she's like, oh, your loyalty isn't in question. He's like, but clearly it might be because you're trying to kill my son. And she's like, there's stuff you're not privy to. And he threatens rather pointedly. He's like, listen, you try to kill my oldest son. Yeah, 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 yeah. We never talked about that. This is Carmine's oldest son, which there means are other there kids are others. running around. There yeah. are others, so. at least other sons, because he didn't say my oldest child. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are at least younger sons running around, if not a daughter, at some point. So I think that's interesting. You just made a really weird face. Oh, the dog farted. Sorry. Yeah, she does that. Usually, usually I'm the one. That usually gets it. you're the but. It's yeah. on this end of the table. You're welcome. So, thanks for that. Happy Thanksgiving. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. She's really cute, though. So, there's that. Um. So, I thought this was interesting because it got me thinking along the lines of, clearly, Falcone was working to get Indian Hill way back in season one, away from Maroney. So, if... Because Catherine says at one point, she's like, listen... The city is on the verge of chaos, and we're trying to save it. So, I, f- I kind of think, okay, it wasn't really productive from a Court of Owls standpoint for Carmine to go to war with, with Maroney. Well, Falcone didn't really even want to go, but he did in order to get the Indian Hill for the Court of right. Owls. So, why didn't... If the Court of Owls is backing the biggest mobster in town, mm-hmm. why didn't they just wipe the floor with Maroney? Because they didn't control his organization. I th- I'm telling you, the, the, the League of Assassins controlled uh, Maroney's organization. I would love that. That would be really cool. 
Because that's, that's the first and thought that's with, the, where with the, the Whisper Gang. Yeah, and that's where the whole collapse of Gotham started was the Maroney, well, the the murder of mm-hmm. uh, the, the Waynes in order to get a hold of Arkham. Maroney right. trying to get to it before um, Falcone, Falcone did, but Falcone's trying to get it for the Court of Owls. Who was right. Maroney trying to get it for? Just to have it? I think there's He's there's the, a bigger picture here. And that's here. the thing. Maroney was, Maroney was a dumb brute. Yes. I don't see him having enough foresight to have a long game. Mm-hmm. So to, point. to make him be controlled by like League of, League of Assassins, League of Shadows, whatever you want to call it, that'd be really cool. Yeah. I, plus, I'd love that. Oh, my God. That'd be great. <laughs> I love secret organizations so I much. So, um, so, you know, Catherine says, you know, Gotham's on the verge of chaos. We're trying to save it. He makes it very clear that you go after my son and she, I think she says something like, um, we can hurt you or something or, or, and he's like, oh no, you misunderstand me. You go after oh, you my think, son. You think we're afraid of you. Yeah. And he's like, you go after my son, like all bets are off. Yeah. I don't care about myself. Yeah. I will go down fucking you up. Yeah. Which, you know, he's a parent. I totally get that. Yeah. And so, um, they, she, she kind of, uh, basically they're going to back off. Yeah. He's safe. For now. From us. Because we're going to call on you. And it, this was such a mob-like Godfather type thing. One day I will ask you a favor. Um, <laughs> at your daughter, at your son's yeah. wedding. On the yeah. day of your son's wedding. And so, like, she's basically like, we're going to come to you and you're going to do something for us. And uh, you play nice and Mario's safe from us. I from it was, us. From us. Yeah. So, well, and he, asks, he asks her, what are you not telling me? And she's like, so much. So much. All the things. Her reactions, this, this this entire conversation was so well done. And this goes back to what you said before is clearly Falcone is not in the Court of Owls, which I, no, I think I was leaning more toward. He works for them. He does jobs for them. He, he takes action for them, but he is not of them. So I think that's telling. Yeah, he's owned by Because I kind of think they're pretty elitist. Yeah, they are. You know. Because he's not original Mm-mm. flavor Elit- Gotham. He's not one of the the five families. Those those five that five families. families. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Um. So we go to uh, terrible choice time, and this time it's not Jim again. It's Jim not is Jim's just fault. sitting at home minding his own fucking business. And Lee shows up, and I was, I, I immediately was like, "They gonna kiss?" Yep, you did. Yep. And you were like, "I don't want that," and I'm like, "But it's gonna happen." But I don't want it. And I immediately, I actually thought it would go further than this. I thought they were going to do the do. Yeah, but um, she has somewhere to be. So. Yeah. So, and she's got this terrible hair. She's got this like 60s I don't know who Carmine is hired to do her hair, but damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she shows up at Jim's apartment and she's like, um, Mario told me how. Uh, you risked your life for him, which I thought was weird because Mario's a dipshit and thought that Jim had an ulterior motive. Like, uh, maybe you don't save me from the assassins because you want Lee for yourself. Yeah. And so Jim's like, I didn't do it for him. I was doing my job. And, um, you know, which we know is bullshit. She, he did it for Lee. And so Lee tells uh, him that, you know, uh, tell me what you want to tell me, basically, which is we all know that Jim's still in love with you. And um, he's like, listen, I missed my chance. And he admits it. I, I couldn't make you happy, but I, I want to see you happy. So if that's not fucking graciously backing away, I don't know, I don't what, know what it is. is. Yeah. And so Lee's like, oh, we always we always seem to be saying goodbye. And I'm like, that's because y'all have broken up like 15 times. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or he says that although never like, getting back together yeah and so she's like um maybe it's just because we haven't said goodbye properly whatever and so she kisses him and i'm just like oh this is terrible there's never a good reason to do that when you're with somebody else um because i don't care however you're like oh it's a goodbye kiss you still have to like oh yeah i kissed my ex it's never a good idea. Just don't no. do it, kids. And um, she she does say goodbye, and she's she's headed out to her rehearsal dinner, and she walks out. And of course, as she's leaving, Mario is there creeping on her, mm-hmm. and he's watching. And two thugs uh show up, and they're they're gonna try to like you know uh mug him or whatever. And he um slams one guy down and gets another guy like up at arm's length against the the girder and he's like and he's and 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 we hear before before he actually starts uh accosting the guys we hear his internal monologue of uh she loves him she loves him she loves him and then when he attacks the guys he screams she loves me and i won't let her go and he does the weird eye thing and so clearly he's been infected by alice touch's blood and that's where we end our episode okay so how in the hell did he get infected? Yeah. I think he got infected and we actually just talked this through while we were watching it. We paused it and we were like, all right, how the fuck? Yeah. Um, what the he, what? He originally treated Alice when she burned down her restaurant. Oh, uh, totally forgot about so that. So he, cause, cause that's how Jim, uh, found Alice originally was Mario Hippa Violation Falcone <laughs> gave Jim her address. So Mario has treated her, but he's that means if he was infected then, and I'm assuming that's when he was, because we were trying to go through any other time he would have mm-hmm. been infected, and that's the most likely, is that he's been cooking for a while. Longer than Barnes. Yeah, he must have not gotten... Well, Barnes got it in his eye. Yeah. Which, that's like bodily fluid, bodily fluid. That's mm-hmm. pretty direct contact if... Uh, maybe skin... Yeah, maybe just skin absorption. So, I wonder if we'll find out how he got infected. Yeah. Um. So, again, this I goes... I hope we do. This goes back to the very beginning of the episode when he's like, there's a test, what? Hmm? I'm very interested in this. Yeah, he was... Interested yeah. there. So clearly, Mario, and if we go back to what Tetch told Barnes, it's that it amplifies who you really are. Mario's a jealous bastard. Yes, he is. Therefore, all he's focused on is Lee. And so this can only end well. Clearly. Oh, yeah. Clearly. He's going to get married and he's going to be fine. Um. So, yeah. Um. What were we going to talk about at the end of the episode? We're going to talk about something. Oh, Marina. Yes. So. I do have feedback, though. Okay, hit that, because I don't know if somebody's going to consider this a spoiler, because I don't know. It's Marina's professional thing, so I don't think it's a spoiler for Gotham. Okay. But go ahead and do feedback. Okay, yeah, we got, um, Kim sent us some feedback, and this, this, only feedback we have, we totally understand. It's a holiday week. It's a holiday week, and it's cool. If you do want to have some comments in, we can always read it as pre-back next week. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We gotcha. But Kim did write to us, and she says, Jim and Lee are a giant vortex of suck. Okay. Just going to leave that there. Well, yeah, they are. Leave that right there. Butch's comment about Nygma applies to those two in spades. As I can't understand the interest, let alone the obsession, people seem to develop over Jim and Lee. I'd rather watch Water Drip than spend time with Jim Lee or Jim and Lee. The thought of those two reuniting is depressing. It really is. Tell us how you feel. 
<laughs> don't hold back, don't hold Kim. Back. Kim <laughs> don't hold back. You're in a safe space. Yes. Uh, she goes on to say Jim was back to his old self, what with opening fire into a square with innocent civilians. Oh, yeah, there was that. Yeah. No wonder Gotham remains a cesspool for so long. How can people feel safe with him running amok? They can't. Amok, 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 amok. Sorry. Imagine the state of terror they live in when he becomes commissioner. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Maybe they promote him so they can keep him off the <laughs> active street. Just stop. Just, Just go stop, sit at Jim. a desk all day and... Sign things yeah. and it'll yeah. be fine. It'll be fine. It's, his promotion is really just to get him off the streets. Right? Yeah. Uh, thank goodness Stabby Babs was in full effect this episode. She saved the show and brought Butch back into the fold. She was so great. All I could think during her scenes with Penguin was, doesn't Penguin know that Babs will open up a can of whoop-ass on him? So, of course, she figures out his guilt. Yep. As crazy as she is, she is super smart, and people continue to underestimate her. Big mistake. I would love to see Babs, Butch, and Fish form a united front as Penguin and Riddler lay waste to everyone in their path. Yep. Correct. Yeah, I think Fish is going to have to come back at some point. And Hugo. Yeah. Just, I, I just because. I'm worried now the longer they're away, it's going to be some big thing at the end of the season. Deus Ex Machina, like, bitches, whatever you thought you had going, we're going to fuck it up. And yeah. I'm like, it's going to be a storyline that I'm invested in seeing the real end of. Mm-hmm. And it's just like Fish coming in and like killing everybody or whatever, <laughs> whatever it might be. I need to see Fish taking over Catherine. Oh, God. Think of the shit she'd cause there. Oh, my God. It would be great. Wouldn't it? I miss Fish. Like, I I like Fish, but now the longer she's not in it, I'm worried how they're going to bring her back. Yeah, they managed to do it last time. That's true. That's true. Anyway. she was done. (laughs) Kim goes true. Kim goes on to say, liked the scene in the car between Falcones and Lady Court of Owls. I'm assuming they did something to Mario and trying to take him out before the ticking time bomb they created goes off. I really like Falcone, but... Find myself side-eyeing him because of his fondness for Jim. Connection to Jim's father be damned. Okay. Okay. I I stand by the fact that they did not bring Falcone back to just sit there and plan a wedding. No. He gonna do some shit. No, yeah, something's yeah, something's gonna go down. Uh still not enough Alfred Lucius Luscious? Lucius okay. You called him Luscious once. Lu- yeah, he's pretty luscious. <laughs> Uh, not enough Alfred, Lucius, and Harvey for my taste. Clearly. But we got all three being more than plants propping up the convoluted storyline wall, so I guess that's progress. I don't know. I would have considered Lucius as being propping up the wall in yeah. this episode. He will, He walked into one scene, handed Jim a file, and was gone. Yeah. Because, again, and I think I mentioned this last week, he's filling, he's, he's in Ed's old role. He's filling a hole. But he's... In it less than even Ed was when he was just a tech. Yeah. So, so I, he's, they're holding on to him for a reason. Yeah. All in all, way too much went on, but some forward momentum was gained. Mm-hmm. Sorry for this being so long, but a tweet could fully convey my continued frustration with what we're being given. Totally Team cool. Babs for the win. Woo! I can see her coming out on top. Yeah. And see, that's the thing. Like, we, she worked this the the disappearance of of Tabitha and Butch, mm-hmm. she found him. Damn it! Yes, she did. And as smart as Nigma is, she found him. Barb is well. Admittedly, Barb could be super dangerous. Admittedly, I don't think Nigma expected her to come looking. That's true. Or anyone. That's true. I think he just assumed that Tabitha was now with Butch. Yeah. And underestimated Barbara's. Yeah 
connection to her. So, so yeah. Um, so that's all our feedback. That's all our feedback. So do you want to talk about the Marina thing? Yes, we can talk about Marina. Okay, so how did we find out about this? Did, did, I think Phronsie told Phronsie, us. I think Phronsie said something. Um, so basically Marina has a new show in the works. Um, and I think it's on NBC. And if it gets picked up, she's going to be bumped down from regular to guest star. Yes, but she will still be on the she show. She will still be on the show. So, I mean, I know Lee has been in it kind of heavily recently, but I could easily see them bump her back down to showing up occasionally. So, maybe that's light at the end of the tunnel for those of us who aren't really jazzed about Lee and Jim because I think it's inevitable that they're going to get back together. Yeah. I think um, you're right. So, yeah. Uh, so, there's that. And that's all I have as far as news, but I thought that was pretty pretty interesting. Um, her her news her new show is where she defends um, New York City cops against like like the cases that are brought ag- against them, and then she her character becomes like a like a New York celebrity in and of herself. So I don't know. It's going to be like some legal thing on NBC. Um, I probably won't watch it, but so yeah. But that is the thing. And at least they said she, you know, we won't get some weird lead death. Like, they'll keep her in the show, regardless of whether the show gets picked up or it not. It is NBC. So. I thought that, I thought I remember that correctly. Stupid ads. <coughs> I just wanted to read the article real quick. I was trying to see if there was a name. It's, uh... Can you do the present guys as long as it will not be written out? If NBC series is not... Oh, it hasn't been greenlit yet. Yeah. She's just been cast. Okay. Uh, so they'll probably do a pilot and then we'll see if it gets picked up yeah follows a former police officer turned high powered attorney played by her the character's name is also marina are you serious Mm -hmm. oh god yeah so it's yeah okay i was looking to see if there was a name for it but it doesn't look like they've announced the name of it so anyway um and you know Haley's show got canceled i know can we have agent carter back yeah seriously no kidding okay um so that's that's all i had i just yeah, and that's all the feedback We're we got. Setting this week. some shit up, man. Yeah, they are. I'm. I'm. There's. It looks like they're building up to. We've got to have a mid-season finale here soon. Yeah, like in the next few weeks. Yeah, because they've gonna, gone we're straight gonna go through. Break. Yeah, we're gonna go to break before Christmas, and that's a month away. And we're already ten that's episodes a month, in. Let me say that again. That's a month away. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. I'm just looking forward to a three-day weekend. Wait, mm-hmm. I'm in a. Four day weekend. Yeah, what the you hell are. am I saying? How do we get more days off for Thanksgiving than we do for Christmas? What? The, or I do. I anyway. get two days. I only get one. I get two. I get one. I get two for both holidays. One. I'm sorry. I work in finance, though, yeah, and you it's do. the end of the month. So. Yeah, you do. End of year. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so that's, that's all I have. I just think it's going to be the next, the next couple episodes are going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm actually, I'm like, I'm back in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested again. So. Well, like, and we had an episode without Tetch. What the fuck? Thank God. Yeah, these these rotating they're rotating through these villains really quickly. Yeah, I thought really thought we'd see more of Tetch. I thought. Well, I was kind of hoping we wouldn't once we got him because he was squicky. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So uh, thank you for listening, guys. Yep. Thanks a lot.